Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I am very excited for today's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got Owen Video here. For those of you who don't know Owen Video, obviously you're living under a rock. You never watch live streaming. I don't know what your problem is, but get ready because here he is. How are you, brother? What's up, man? Hey, I'm so pumped to be on uh, this call with you today, to be on the show, and uh, I'm excited. Absolutely. So yeah, man, let's just jump into it because we only have 15 minutes or 14 minutes now. Let's jump into your current situation and let's see how we can help you to help everybody. Yeah, fantastic. So Owen Video, we we teach service-based companies how to build video sales funnels, right? To a, to build a constant lead generation system for your business. We do it for certain clients, but mostly we train clients how to do it. And uh, we've been very successful. We are on the rise. And, and our goal right now is to become a seven-figure company in the next 20 months. So let's not wait 20 months. What if we can shorten that a lot? What is the resistance? Is it do we need to talk about the sales cycle, sales in general, your team, your structure like that? Who's doing the selling? How is that working? What does follow-up look like? We could talk about CRM systems. I'm giving you a menu to choose from here, but I feel yeah. like it, you're, you've got the eye, right? So uh, a previous guest, Chris Strub, who was just on the show a couple episodes ago, originally introduced us. Uh, Owen and I met for the first time at Video Marketing World out in Dallas in August, and we immediately clicked, connected, had this really awesome, intimate, very real conversation. I think we kicked like a guy that was sitting in between us out of the way to just get hear each other better, and that's yeah, right. Amazing. I remember that. Yeah, that right. was fantastic. That you was know, a moment. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's kind of what we're searching for, right? That's the synergy that you're searching for when you go to conferences and when you go and travel. And it's the same type of synergy you want to try to create within your company. You know, the big lesson that I've learned this year is that I can't do it all, right? I can do anything I want, but I can't do everything I want. Right. And the so world and your company, we need one Owen. We don't need the room full of Owens because that's not going to work. That's right. And I found myself, and I think a lot of business owners can relate to this, is uh, I found myself doing work that I hated right? Some of this uh, administrative type work, this really detail-oriented stuff that is really, it's not my zone of excellence. And so kind of dealing with this challenge of like, how do I let somebody do this very sensitive, intimate part of my business, right? That no one else has ever seen before uh, so that I can focus on these areas where I can thrive and really grow and, and not just get this business where it needs to go, but also live, live a life that I'm, I'm, I feel fulfilled and satisfied, right? Cause that's important. Absolutely. So which, which door should we go? Should we go into the satisfying life or should we go into how to increase the velocity of that sales funnel? Well, you know, the, the sales funnel is such an important part of the process, you know, and I've been in sales since the, I mean, the very beginning, I remember being 22 years old, uh, listening to sales tapes and sales books. I think it was the first time I read, uh, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, uh, was when I was 22 years old. 
and learning this art of, of sales and, and how to make things happen. And it's, it's such an important area that we should always be growing in and always learning more from, you know, so much of, uh, of what we know in sales traditionally, right. has been the same, right. They've been teaching sales the same way right, for the last 40 years. And it's changed so much. Internet marketing sales, e-commerce sales, the, 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 the touch points of the customer cycle. So I'm really excited to hear uh, uh, what you might have to say on the sales cycle, um, shortening sales cycles, uh, and how we can apply that to uh, increase our revenue. Sure. So let's jump into that. I would say that something that a lot of the old school sales books could not embrace because it just wasn't built yet is the way the internet works. The world is very small now. Well, it's not really small, it's precise. And I think that the speed to reach everybody and to really reach them even more intimately is incredible now, especially with what you do with video and live streaming and what we're doing right now in a podcast, right? So I think the key is desirability and having people know what you do and your name's Owen Video, so that's pretty clear what you do. You got that one, check, good. <laughs> Nailed it. Right. Nailed yeah. that one. Good. The only other thing you could be video, video, but then they wouldn't know who you are. So you got I that tried one now. Facebook wouldn't give me the name. Yeah, right, right, exactly. They don't like that. Yep. Sure. Yeah, exactly. But the other thing is top of mind and being everywhere. So yeah, in the cool. live streaming world, you've got this. When you were at the conference with me, I mean, you were the guy introducing everybody. You're the MC. So you got that yeah. too. But the internet is a giant pool party. My guess, my intuition, because we haven't known each other a super long time, but I, I feel like I have a pretty good read on who you are, what you're about. I don't know if you always get out to all the pool parties. So I'll say from my perspective. So I went to a video event where it was almost all YouTubers. I'm not a YouTuber, but I'm very well known in a lot of internet circles. So while you and the other people might travel in troop all over the country, all over the world, I was meeting a lot of those people for the first time. So I entered an area of the pool or a lagoon in the beach, whatever analogy you want here, that was new to me to help me gain my influence within that circle. So I think there's a big world out there of a bunch of people who don't know who you are. And once they okay. do, you get it. Okay, great. I love this. Uh, I love this because this resonates with what I already know to be true, right? So the question is, uh, that maybe we could dig into is is exploring that pool, right? How do you know which pools to get into? Because I know that you're a big South by Southwest guy, and and as sort of a, a fanboy of of tech and and internet technologies, I've always I've wanted to I've been attracted to the South by Southwest audience. As we went, you mentioned it to me the other day. We were we were chatting on Messenger. You mentioned it to me the other day, and I went and I looked it up on the internet, and I go, you know what? My wife and my team and I, we go, you know what? This is not really like our audience. This is not. It looks like a fun event, but I don't think it's a place where we're going to get new customers and the right exposure. So what is the process by finding events uh, that we should to get into more pool parties? Sure. So great question. So I'll preface it with events are only part of the pool party. Press okay. is part of the pool party. Other social networks are part of the pool party. So I may sound like a broken record to everybody who listens to the show, but I mean, it's almost a given that I'm going to talk about LinkedIn, especially with yeah. what you do. What did I speak yeah. at at Video Marketing World? LinkedIn video, yeah. right? You know what? And I'll tell you what. Yeah, absolutely. LinkedIn is, ah, that's how I feel about LinkedIn. That's because you didn't, you're like jumping headfirst into the pool and you don't know how to dive yet, man. Yeah. You're hanging out yeah. with people well, who are like salespeople that are just sending you like 
just spam little direct messages and whatever. You have to got to hear me out on this. There is an incredible creator community and it's not like YouTube. It's not saturated. It's like getting a time machine to go 12 years back into YouTube in 2016, man. I mean, 2006. I can do math, really. Another cup of coffee it is. So yeah, honestly, if you have an incredible video voice and there are barely any video creators and barely any that you know are really professional and well-versed in this, you may have a little bit of an audience shift, but it is corporate America's social media playground. A lot of people who hire for business, they don't use other social media channels. They don't use, they might be blocked at work from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all this other that's stuff. Point. Yeah, that's a huge point. I have a Fortune 200 client that we uh, that we're building a show for. We've built a live stream show for them and we're, you know, they're the featured advertiser. It's so cool. It's like kind of like that soap opera setup, sure. you know. But they don't they're at their corporation, this big giant building they work at. Uh, so much is blocked. Uh, Facebook is blocked. And so we're prohibited from sort of showing them the effects of certain things. And it's really, it, it puts you in an interesting place as, as a marketing expert, because it's like, how do you work through some of these barriers? Right. And you see what I'm saying? You could get a huge consulting check, regular work, teaching them how to do it, creating stuff for them, for the individual profiles, for the LinkedIn company pages. There's a lot of innovation that's going on there. Eventually LinkedIn will go live and what about then? On the college campus perspective, they already have like a almost like a video stories level thing like you see on some of the other major platforms. So, dude, it's there. And I think what's nice about it is you even have less competition for what you do right there. So it's worth thinking right. about. Right. So, what, yeah. so what's, what's the process then? What's the, what's the Facebook three-step, right? You Or excuse me, the LinkedIn three-step, the LinkedIn shuffle, right? You go onto LinkedIn. Uh, you, you, you just, you just contact the VP of marketing, right? Nope. What's the process? So I don't believe in being a, the annoying, like outboundy guy. I don't want to send 200 cold emails. I want everybody coming to me. So here's what you do. Step one, you make an incredible profile. So it really has to stand out and not just look like everybody else's. Everything from the profile picture to the heading, to the byline, to the summary and work examples. Step two, People need to clearly know what it is you are good at. You have to actually be good at something, but you are, so you're good. And I think if you you know you just have Owen Video out there, it's pretty clear what you do. You can say Owen you know, right. Video strategist, live streaming strategist, whatever. You know, you can talk about something very specific that in a sea of 570 million people, if you're the one standout with special little secret goods number three, everybody will come to your door. I mean, we have a mutual friend that is a keynoter. He, as soon as he started getting into LinkedIn, he started getting keynotes like crazy from them because they didn't know he was there, except when he went into LinkedIn. So the third step is make great regular content. Most people do not make original content on there. And that's a mistake because everybody's sitting there consuming. Again, it's like YouTube from years ago. So that's, and we can obviously dig into that. It will take longer than 15 minutes. So with our four minutes to go, let's dive into conferences for a second, because I'm going to push back about what you said about South by Southwest. So South by Southwest right. is almost like the modern day world's fair. People, you have to understand last year, 357,000 people went to Austin for two weeks. It pumped about $450 million into the local economy in a matter of two weeks. Granted, not all of them are for you, and some of it is music, and that's not really your thing, and some of it's film, and that's not really your thing. But interactive and the trade show and specific events, official or not, can make or break. 
we do a tremendous amount of business. We pick up Fortune 500s, hot tech startups, everything, because the world packs up for a week or two and goes out there. Lots of decision makers, lots of spend. They're they're on the buying side. Wow. Right? Yeah. It's really and you have to almost plan it a year in advance. But there's definitely some tips and strategies in what I would say to craft the right message to try to get picked by the panel picker, which only, by the way, lets in maybe 10% of applicants. But once you have that, that adds to your sizzle reel, that adds to your credibility, and people know you're your real thing. That doesn't uh, so important. Yeah. So important. You know, uh, we you, we met at Video Marketing World, for example, and and then you know again shortly after Video Marketing World, I was at Vid Summit in L.A., which was a massive conference hosted by Daryl Eves, uh, great, you know, big big show, and you know as a as a as a video coach, right? And we're helping people build video sales funnels. It's important. Like I can get lost there, right? We can get lost among all the other experts, and so our strategy going to those conferences was to host it, to be the MC, right? To be sort of above. Yeah. It's a brilliant the, strategy too. I love that. And that's what I hear you saying with, with South by Southwest is like the panel is really the place to go is that's, that's the, the aim. Right. People get too distracted because they don't have a plan. So if you just look at 357,000 people, I mean, that's a city, right? You can't just walk into a city and expect everybody to just serendipitously come up and hand you bags of money. It take, We plan oh, for six man. months, dude. So listen, as we have about two minutes left, let's dive into other sides of the internet pool. How are you known outside of emceeing, going to events you're already doing, doing shows like Be Live, doing your own shows, producing your own thing, and doing things for clients. How about the media? Where are people hearing about you? Okay, so great question. I do a, uh, I do a Saturday morning uh, spot on the local news out here at KUSI. Love the folks at KUSI in San Diego. And, uh, and that's, you know, I love doing that. I'm like the social media expert. I comment on like Black Friday social media scams and how to avoid you know, this, that, and the other thing. I love doing it. But I want, I want more. I want, uh, you know, more. P in fact, last year there was a tragic incident at the YouTube uh, headquarters. Right. I don't even want to give. I remember it. Yes, very sad. Right, there's a tragic thing that happened. Uh, and they called me. They say, "Hey, we want someone to comment. A YouTube expert to comment on this." Uh, I want more of that. Right. I want more people coming after me. I want more, especially like Saturday morning news shows, or you know, even better, like Wednesday afternoon, right. you know, news shows. How do we do so that? In 40 seconds, let's make a plan. So they are a network affiliate of somebody else. So you should get introductions to Upchain or while you're traveling, try to get the local affiliate. But that's only basically like the TV news. There's TV news, there's radio, there's internet. And I think that you should be writing in different places and being interviewed by these different places. I think when you go to an event and you're emceeing, you should be looking at the press that's there. I think we need to springboard the stuff you're already doing to take that to the next level. Uh-huh. I'm writing this down. Press that's there. What do you mean? So if there is press that's covering the event, there are probably people that work for press that you're not even thinking about. And it looks like that's yeah. where we're at. So thank you, everybody. And we did it.